restart. What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome back, goddammit, to another edition of Tell Me a Joke, the guideline of chasing the dream. I'm your host, the maniacal minister, Kyle Smith. Say the whole thing like a pimp named Slickback. And today, I got the ever energetic, the, the Mr. Go-Getter himself, uh, uh, the, the always adaptable, uh, that fellow. Hey, what's good? What's, what's good, good man? It's man. Oh. It's good to see you, man. Good to see you, dude. I'm glad we got to got to make it out here. You come from from way out yonder. Way out yonder, oh, man. Oh my goodness. Way out yonder. So coming into the city, I gotta call it coming into the city because I'm 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 leaving a small see, town yeah. to get up here. So. Yeah. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. I, I see. I see the distances you travel just to go do what you do. Yeah. I think, oh my God. And, yeah. and what you do is amazing. You amaze me every time I see you. I appreciate and, it, man. I yeah. try. I try. How long have you been at that for? How long is it? So your thing is poetry. Actual performing. Yes. So actual performing, man. Since 2019. Okay. Yeah. Now I've been writing since I was like 14 or 15. Yeah. But 2019, actually back up, not since 2019. is I've been doing that since 2014, excuse me. Mm -hmm. uh, 2019 is when I got hooked up with Black Snow and everybody in the Houston poetry community. Before then, yeah. you know, I was going to like Imprint Houston, trying to find open mics around there mm -hmm. and stuff like that, around that area uh, to go to. They advertise a little bit more. Uh, I think Seven had some stuff at that time, but um, unfortunately, I didn't. I wasn't able to make it out there. Yeah. But I did a few things, and then found my way into the 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 underground Houston yeah. poetry community. Oh, I guess so, I don't even know. It's if so I, it, wild how huh? things are categorized out here. Right. It and, is crazy. And I probably shouldn't even categorize it, it like that. But I don't even know. Well, if we underground. We're it's, trying to. It's, it's very. Yeah. You see it, the uprising, but it's like. When I when I the, the show that you invited me to that that you were featured on right. that was that you had books and everything you had a whole banner and I was like oh this nigga is getting it okay <laughs> yeah I came out to that show and I was like oh wait why have not, I not heard of this like what is this 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 place is the the vibe and just the culture of it yeah. I was like hell yeah why is this not on my radar you know what. A lot of uh, the other, um, I was about to say factions. I don't want to call them factions. <laughs> All the other groups, you know, they advertise differently. Yeah. You know, they, they're advertising um, outright on other people's social media, mm. um, websites, things like that. And we in the community uh, kind of advertise word of mouth. Word of mouth. So yeah. we're trying to elevate that that awareness yeah and using our social media right to uh using our social media and other means to get the word out like hey come over here mm -hmm. hey we're doing something over here i didn't even know that was that many i call them poetry families yeah i didn't even know there was that many poetry families i just thought black snow was it oh, and snow on. industries and then all of a sudden you come out i mean and there's Soul poetry, puff puff poetry. We so go many. live, right? And, uh, wine poetry, uh, yeah. and I'm like, "Yo, okay." Yeah. I didn't realize it was so many people doing this thing around here. So just, you know, I try to tap in with all of them as I've much as I can. Find, yeah, I've been trying to find all the places I can because, oh boy, it, it gets uh, like it, it it gets a little sparse out here when you don't know really where to go <laughs> and what's gonna be lucrative or not. I know. You know they got some places that just got one entrance and it's like, Whoa, where are we right now? Right. You know, am I gonna have to be worried about if I if I step out of here? Is there gonna be danger? <laughs> you know, it's like I just want to come spit some words. That's all. I, I've I've been to some sketchy places. Yeah. Man. Trust yeah, yeah, me. Dress yeah, dress like yeah, this, yeah. and I'm like, man, I'm overdressed. Yeah. I'm overdressed for where I am, you yeah. know. But I mean, that's that's that fellow. Yeah. That's the yeah. the persona. The and no matter where I go, if you're gonna see me, you're gonna yeah. see me like this that with my cabbie hat. I, I spotted your reflection out before I even got up here. I was like, where is? Oh, there he is, right there. You can't <laughs> can't, can't miss him. <laughs> Got a vest on, sleeves, yeah. nice watch. Hey man, I got to. Yeah, very sophisticated. Like so, this was always this was always your attire. Yeah, everywhere it was. That that yeah. fellow is this. This yeah. is that fellow. Ah. Man, if you see me at home, I'm in shorts and a t-shirt yeah. most of the time. But I, I go out, it's like 
tie? Yeah, tie, blue jeans, nice yeah. shoes, button down. It's like, man, I, you know, I want, people to, I want people to take me serious, you uh, know, when I'm up there. No matter what I'm spitting. If I'm spitting something serious or even if I'm spitting something that's got a little comedy in it, I don't do much comedy, not much, you know, like yourself. Yeah. I love your stuff. Oh, I appreciate. You, I sir. love your stuff, man. You know, I'm gonna sit here going, man. I should write something that's kind of fun. No, I can't be up there with my button up all with the way to my neck, yeah. talking about, you know, talking about bidets and everything. Yeah, but yeah. it is different. It <laughs> so, is different. But it's uh, it's awesome, man. I um, cause we first met at day six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was at day six, and I found out about day six from who did I find that out. Uh, and I'm trying to remember who I found that out. Uh, who I found out? Uh, uh, somebody told me. Um, the coffee shop. Yeah, Houston, the little coffee shop. So, man, we're doing something mm-hmm. on Saturdays. So I hit it up. Like I think when I met you, that was like my second time going. Mm. Because uh, I had been like a weekend before yeah. or two weekends before. That was that. my first time, first and ever, and have not been since. Yeah, I but don't think they're doing anything over there anymore. It, it, it was it was a good time. It was the first time I ever saw Poet Pimp in my life. And, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and yeah. if you ain't seen Poor Pimp, Poor Pimp is uh Poor Pimp is him. That is yeah. that is uh yeah, I that, would say that he he is a character, but he is not a character. He is exactly who he say he is. Yeah, man, and the first poem I ever interesting. The first poem I ever heard him spit was my teeth. Oh and I was like, cause I mean, come on, man. That's you kind of see that when he talked yeah, right, to you, right? And I'm like, this dude about to do a poem about his teeth, bro. Really? Yeah, that's yeah, what that's what's about to they happen. Are, they are, they are spaced out and, and never none if they are any. Because <laughs> like, all right, uh, he had a GoFundMe that was up for a second, and I didn't, then I did not see that GoFundMe no yeah, more. He I was like, what? Down. He oh, took okay. It down. He took it down. Ah, uh, it would have been nice though. Wolf, I don't. It, 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 it almost. It's, it's so severe. It, it wants you. It dawns to you to ask the question, like, what is what's really happening? But, but he also says in the poem, if you don't have, if you're not gonna contribute, right? Don't ask him about his thing. You can't. You yeah. can't say nothing. Exactly. So when so, he hit, yeah. when he hit that line, I was like, I ain't never asking that dude. I don't, yeah. That's his team. That's his. I mean, I ain't worried about it. Uh-huh. He, he'll, he'll figure it out one day. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I first heard him where it was a uh, a pussy poem inside oh, of Lord. inside of that coffee shop with uh-huh. with kids and babies, and grandmothers, people <laughs> of the church. Let's just say I am very aware of who's in the audience when I spit. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. because I did that poem. Shit. Yeah. Right. That's that's like I have a few poems that have a few, uh, uh, a few profanity, uh, profane words mm-hmm. in them, but it's it's kind of nestled in there where yeah. it just kind of slides by. by. But right. shit is like nothing but <laughs> cuss word after cuss word after cuss word. And I remember the first time I wanted to do it, um, I had to check. I was like, Yo, is this Mike Sensit? Right. I was like, nah, cool. Y'all about to catch it. Yeah. That's all I'm going to let y'all know. Y'all about to catch it. I'm about to unleash on this thing. I've been writing this down. This it didn't take much brain power. It's just shit after shit after shit after, after shit, shit. after shit. So, and then you got to find a way to make that shit make sense. So, yeah. You know. Uh, he didn't care to make anything make sense. He was just like, I'm going to let y'all hear these words disgusting or not. Plain and simple. And, and, it's, and it's about to be. It's about to be interesting. Now it was very interesting for me. Uh, I had to tell friends and all that. I was like, he ain't no fox. Yeah, right. He ain't no fox. Yeah, no, no, I don't. <laughs> At times, man, and I, when I wrote that, I gave no, I gave no fucks. So, you know, all my poems are purposeful, man. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that. Uh, even in my book, performance piece, and how I have it structured. Uh, so, by the way, I got a book out. It's well, called there Performance you go. Piece. Plug it up. Uh, it's on all. Um, book purchasing mm-hmm. platforms. We're actually sitting out in front of a Barnes and Noble. I was the front of the Barnes. Yeah, we didn't even the, mention that. The uh, there's the, my book is on online at Barnes and Nobles. I published it through BookBaby.com. It's Boom. there as well. Amazon, Published. Books a Million. Um, Google it. There you go. It'll pop up, man. It's a whole bunch. Hell of I paid yeah. for it. It better be out Hell there. <laughs> <laughs> Pay for it. It better be out there. Hell yes. That's, so, but that's anyway, dope. what I was saying about uh, like my poems being uh, purposeful, mm-hmm. you know, whether 
whether it's laced with profanity or I'm as I call it, I'm dropping knowledge. Right. Um, or I'm talking about love or whatever, man, it's always got to have a purpose. I can't just be up there uh, rhyming words and and just I, rambling. That's exactly you how know, I feel every time. It's got to serve a purpose. I'm like, I can't, I, I, I definitely, I definitely never want that feeling to happen to where it's just like, I feel like I'm up there just rhyming shit. I've done that at a, at a comedy show where I thought I could just do all poetry, all comedy poetry. And they don't want that. They nah. don't want that because after a while, it's like, oh, man, you just up here rhyming words. All right, you ain't slowing down or nothing. <laughs> yeah, right. And I was like, all right. So you know, I've I've had to do I've had to do a lot of restructuring to get this to where it is now. Right. And and to be able to to come and, and like show people and be like, hey man, Pete, y'all ever seen some shit like this before? And people be like, no, not really. And so it's like, oh. Okay, thank you. Uh, thank you. I, I work really hard on this. <laughs> no, that look when you first started, when, man. When Did you it. first started, well, when you first started with your poem, because I think the very first poem that I heard you do was Doobie, mm. and you was you know you were setting it up, and I was like okay, and then you started, and I'm like. Oh, oh, okay, oh, okay, okay. And I'm like sitting up in my seat, and I'm smiling, and I'm tapping my wife, like, I like this dude, man, this dude is... So, it's like, he's funny, and this stuff makes sense. Yeah. I ain't never... I ain't never smoked, but it made sense according to the information that yeah, I ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very informative. <laughs> Very informative. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the know. description is uh, is always a thing for me. Learn, learn I learned. I, shit, coming up, man, I, I learned from the best when it came to comedy. I'm like, oh, the more descriptive, the better. Right. And so as long as I can be extra descriptive about something that I do enjoy, uh -huh. and then also put a little twang twist to it to where it's like, oh, this nigga actually spitting some bars, though. It's yeah. like, hold on. So, you know, as long as I can get all that into factor of like, oh, this is what this is going to be. This is my comedy poetry to where it's like, oh, okay, yeah, it's going to be silly, but it's also going to be difficult as well. Right. Like that. That's that's how I really like to enjoy. So that was your aha moment. Yeah, yeah, that was your aha. I yeah, can, I can tell you that was two things, two separate scenarios where I knew I was on to something. Mm. One was the first time I heard Seven spit. Mm. It was 2011, and he came to the Fort Bend Church. I was a member of the Fort Bend Church in Sugarland, mm -hmm. where uh, Byron C. Stevenson is a pastor. And he came in and he spit um, Old School Mama, Toy Store, Toy Store, and he also spit Jesus Peace. Well, at that time, I wasn't writing anything. Man, I'm mm. full daddy mode. I was married at the time, mm -hmm. stuff like that. But I knew how the poems that I'd written before, like, I, you know, I, I, I still had those in my memory bank. Right. And I heard him spit and I'm like. Yo, he kind of spit kind of how I write. Mm. You know, so I'm like, oh, somewhere in the ballpark. Well, you know, unfortunately, a couple of years later, I went through a, a what I call a transition in my yeah. life. Yeah. And we that's when I really started trying to find the open mics. Like I said, going to Imprint Houston and other yeah. areas around Upper Kirby, because those are the only ones that was like, that was the only information that was pronounced at that time. That sparked uh, it off in you. Like, man, hold right. on, man. Let, me, let yeah. me go ahead and get my feet wet. Right. Go ahead and dabble a little bit. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to do that. And then when I first met Black Snow was in the spring of 2019. Mm -hmm. And he was hosting over in... You know, I told that story. Yeah, uh, along with my uh, with my feature, <clears throat> but he was at uh, B's Wine Bar in Missouri City, and on Tuesdays, uh, second Tuesday of each month, they was just doing one once once a month. Mm -hmm. And I went in there, and I spit one of my what I felt was one of my stronger pieces at the time. Yeah, and he invited me to come and. Uh, go to Midtown Bar and Grill where he was doing Saturdays. Every third Saturday, he was doing something at uh, Midtown Bar and Grill. And it took me a minute to get there, but I made it, or what have you. But his response or his reaction to me and what I was doing and his personal invite really, really boosted my confidence. 
it was like, man, I need to get back out here a little bit more. So I started, I kept showing up to mm-hmm. B's Wine Bar. And then eventually, a few months later, I showed up at, at Midtown Bar and Grill. And maybe a month after showing up to Midtown Bar and Grill, he was like, hey, you want to feature? And I'm like, I ain't mm. never featured before. before. I don't even know <laughs> what that entails when I'm going to get up there. And I'm like, how, like, how is this supposed to work? Right. So um, he, he let me feature at Midtown. Uh, it wasn't as entertaining as what I did at Sugars. <laughs> but I featured. And then literally a few weeks after that, like he put me on a fast track. They had a poet that that wasn't able to make it to the Love Jones, mm. um, to the Love Jones show, and just FYI, they do big, big, big shows. Like at that time before COVID, the Love Jones show was at Midtown, uh, was at the Midtown Arts Theater. Mm-hmm. So we're talking an auditorium of five hundred or more people, right? Um, and luckily. You know, the spotlight in my face, I could only see the first few rows. Yeah, otherwise, that's otherwise, how I used to be. That's right. that stage, boy. But, um, yeah, I got to be a part of that show. Hmm. And it was, I mean, it was live, so it made me hungry. You know, he was including me, and it made me hungry. Uh, motivated me to write more yeah. and refine my skills a little bit more and work on my stage presence and, you know, and, and come up with a... You know, come up with a persona. Who yeah. who are you when you're on this stage? Because who you who I am at home is not who mm-hmm. I am on that stage. When, I, when I get on that stage. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I try to keep them separated. Yeah. You know, who I am at work is not the same as who I am at home or who I am on on that stage. You get to see a different light. Uh, the guy that that may not always speak up. Mm. You know. That's who you uh, the the guy that actually speaks up is the guy that you see on stage with that fellow. Yeah. You know the you know the, the guy at work has got to follow a you know it's got to follow procedures and policies yeah, and things like that. Yeah, yeah, I got certain guidelines, and I'm like, all right, am I willing to toe this line right here? And then the guy that's at home, I'm saying whatever is on my mind. I'm pointing. I'm leading and directing, and I'm like, you know, so yeah. <clears throat> but I get out here and I get to just kind of cut free and explore my, the the I get to explore my other side, mm-hmm. you know, and let that, that, and let that flourish. It's, all, it's always it's always a good feeling when you when you actually get in the zone and get in the flow mode whenever on that stage, especially how many times have you featured? Have, right. How many times have I featured? Yeah, man, about 10. Oh, okay, see, so you you understand the the, the 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 mode that you can actually get in oh, when yeah. you when you just own and it's just like boom flowing out and it, uh, it's uh, I haven't uh, it's been a minute since I've actually been on stage to where I've gotten time time like that. Right. But the last few places I have been where I've gotten time to where I've done like thirty minutes. Oh, it's just that that mode that I get into where things are just like I don't really see nobody no more. It's just like me telling my stories. And I'm feeling good as I'm telling my stories. Right. I got people around the campfire and they just sitting with their legs crossed <laughs> and they He's listening. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. passing around the hot dog stick. Man, right, like, exactly. fuck yeah. So that that's that's like that's the good feeling I love whenever I get on stage and and things are just hitting. And when I get my moments and you know now I haven't I haven't been able to like get long extensive amounts of time out here to where it's been lucrative to where right. it's like I didn't feel like I wasted my time. Right. Sometimes when I go to these places it feels like I wasted a lot of my time. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like fuck. Well, before I'm going to tell you like this. Maybe not look at it as you wasted your time because it wasn't lucrative, right. but it sets you up for something later. Yeah. Cuz I've gone places I've been asked to feature you know, or to be one of the feature artists, because I'm counting that as a feature. So right. I get to do two or three poems or something like that. Right. Where I didn't get paid. Mm-hmm. But what I did have an opportunity to do was influence a crowd. Yeah. Gain a following. Things mm-hmm. of that nature. You know, and, you know, I, I'm not big time like that. It's not like I'm traveling around. The, I'm only... Dude, I'm only traveling to Houston. Yeah. 
and the surrounding you still, areas. You still to, travel, because boy, you stay far. <laughs> right. You know, it's not like I'm going to Alabama, or Florida, or New yeah. York, or Chicago, like some of, our, some of our other counterparts, or even Austin, that they get to go and, and be featured guests mm-hmm. over there. Um, you know, you got to start. You got to start. I realize, you know, you got to start slow, and it'll, it, it'll build. Yeah. And the more people hear you respect you like you they'll start plugging you in mm-hmm. you know so um and and ask questions dude mm-hmm. i had when when folks started asking me to come and feature and then i realized that you could make a little bit of money right off of this i started asking questions like well what's the going rate right and then i heard the same thing from everybody that i asked like it depends it depends. So, you know, I was trying to find out, like, well, how much is seven charge? Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm going to go under that because I ain't on his level yet. You know, so uh, it was shit. it was just trying to figure out, you know, where, where my lane. Knowledge. You know, find out where your lane is. Yeah. And and grow from there. Don't stay there. Uh, we go live, started a thing at the beginning of the year. Uh, uh, Nikki Nicole, who's a poet and host, she she had a show at the beginning of the year called "The Price Just Went Up." Mm. Where we go live has been had been that's been kind of like a war cry or motto for them. Like yeah. all of 2022 is like the price is going to go up. You you know you willing to pay a hundred and something dollars or two hundred dollars to go see some top notch, you know, or celebrity performer at the mm-hmm. Toyota Center. And you know me, you know I'm good. You're going to pay me what I'm worth. You're going to pay me what I'm worth. Or you just ain't going to come at all. I'm not going to perform for you or or whatever. I'm going to make you respect me. Yeah. So I kind of, you know, I was surrounded by that. And then, you know, and I'm asking questions like, yo, I'm not trying to set the movement back. (laughs) You know, y'all help me out with this business part. Yeah. You know, so it's been, it's been, uh, it's been very, very interesting. It's been very productive, you know, my time in here, just paying attention to how people move around doing on the opposite end, the business side. The poetry side is easy. Right. The poetry side is easy. It's the business side that gets real tricky. Who you going to deal with, who you're not going to deal with, that's, what you're going to stand for, what you're not going to stand for. That's why I'm losing it at now. I'm like... I'm not in. I'm not employing the business side to this just poetry side. And it's like, yeah, you've. I'm past just to have fun poetry side. Like it's always been business, but I haven't been able to to bring the to bring the business mindset. I'm assuming, right? And yeah, because it, it like I. There was some shows that I was getting paid for, but now it's just it was like you gotta sell these tickets, and it's like, well, what the fuck? How are we gonna sell twenty dollars tickets on a Wednesday? Well, like, <laughs> like come and, on, man. <laughs> now, and I will tell you, um, any show that I've been a part of, I've had to sell tickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, more than likely, you ain't gonna get around that. Well, I understand mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I understand that. But advertising budgets you know, ain't. Set the rate. Set the rate is always nice. It's like you, the promoter. Like I am just the talent. You hired me to do what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. (laughs) Trust me, man. I get it. I, I've had to. I've had to back out on a few shows because it's like I don't know if I'll be able to. Yeah. I don't know if I'll be able to sell all these tickets, man. My people are not moving. I just moved down here. I don't know nobody. (laughs) Well, that and especially coming out of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, they still got some people that's that's afraid to go out. Mm. Yeah. There's a lot more people that's not, as, you know, that's not afraid to go out. But coming out of pandemic and we're trying to do shows and it was like, we got to push these tickets. We got to push these tickets. And I'm going to my main people and I'm like, yo, you want to come to this show? It's on a Saturday. On a we're Saturday. We're going to be doing this. Be a good day do out. And they're like, no, nah, I'm good. And I'm like, okay. So it's like, how many tickets you sold? Two. Two. <laughs> He does so, better than me, my nigga. So I gotta, I gotta hit up some more people, but I've only sold like two tickets. But that's just a part of the grind. Yeah, you know, that's just a part of the grind that that um, that I noticed, man. And some folks, I will tell you this: like when I was uh, when I was doing the Puff Puff Poetry Anniversary Show. By the way, bro, Malcolm and she's so cold. If you ever get an opportunity to go to a Puff Puff Poetry, yeah. Event, they do. He been speaking. To they me. do top notch. Yes, I've, I've they been, work I've hard. Been watching. When I say I hard, wait. like they are sweating. 
in the mm. moments leading up to the show. They wipe their face off, get on the show. I mean, get on the stage, and and then they and and they do their thing, man. But they work hard. They work hard. They communicate well. Uh, they set you up for success mm-hmm. as a, as a featured guest. Mm. Everything goes off without a without a hitch. The pre planning and the communication is is awesome, man. Um, but I was going. We was talking about selling tickets. Like I thought we was gonna have to sell tickets for that show. I was prepared. I was like, I started lining people up. Like, yeah. yo, you want to? But they took care of selling tickets. See, and nice. but that was for that event. And how big it was, that was just their setup. I, mm-hmm. And I know that it may not always be like that. Right. So, but that's a part of their business plan. And then you have uh, other people where the artist has to, they, they have to push, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's almost, um, I get it because it's almost like a guarantee that, you know, people are going to be there. First and foremost, you need butts in the seats. Right. You know, some folks to entertain. But I it don't. I'll rock with whatever, whichever. Give and take. <laughs> I'll, I'll rock with whichever business model, whichever business model yeah. you have. I'm just trying to get on the stage, be heard, and basically educate the people. Yeah, I, I don't be wanting to do all the extra work. Like, I wish I had somebody else to just do all the extra for me. But you know, I know I gotta, I gotta at least put my foot, my hands in there and get the, dirty myself first. The bigger your following, the easier it is gonna be. The bigger your following, when people. Like those folks, and and <laughs> it's a funny piece. You'll start getting people that tell you, "Man, let me know when your next show is. I'm gonna come." Yeah, you know, that, those are the folks that you start kind of pressing a little bit. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, I got this show coming up here. Boom. You know. Yeah. Now me being down, you know, two eighty eight South. If some folks will be like, let me know the next time you're performing out here. I'm never performing I'm out here. <laughs> there is no poetry community out here. Nah. I'm, you know, to be honest with you, I you may start travel. putting some putting some things down on paper to possibly bring something down that way. But there's no mm. poetry community Mm-mm. there. I'm pretty sure there's some poets, yeah. but as far as a solid community to, you know, we're doing something every. You know, every other week or once mm-hmm. a month or something like that. There's there's nothing like that. Mm-mm. So I kind of press those people. It's like you really want to come see me. Boom! Hit this road like I do. Yeah. Here yeah, you yeah, go. Yeah. But you come build support. your following and folks start hitting you up. You know, hey, let me know when your next <laughs> show. Let me know. Then that's when you start. You know, you got a show coming up. That's when you start filling up their inboxes and sending them personal messages and things like that. And well, hey, I got a show coming up in in a couple mm-hmm. months. Well, I got a show coming up in a month. You know, let me know. Yeah. Let me know if you, you know, if you want a ticket. This is how much it costs or what have you. Before I even put anything out on social media, I'm hitting up those those people that say they want to go because I give those give those people first dibs. Yeah. Now, after that, if they say if even if they say yes or they, especially if they say no, then I start putting stuff on social media in a reasonable amount of time. Hey, if you want to come to the show this is how much it is you know put a nice mm-hmm. you know some potpourri around it make it sound real good <laughs> sprinkle it with some smell good yeah exactly <laughs> draw so, them in <laughs> so man is yeah. this has this been your passion since you were young did you know you was gonna take this route when it came no out? no <laughs> no man shh <laughs> <laughs> what were your dreams as a child? What was my dreams as a child? Sleep all day and eat and eat cereal. What do you mean? <laughs> Play video games. That yeah. was my dream as a that's child. Sh- that's true. I still dream about that though. You're right. Yeah. Shoot. I still. I had a bowl of cereal yesterday. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> At five o'clock. Anyway. Yeah. Um, no, man. I got to where I grew up in Beaumont was outside the city limits. Mm. <clears throat> So it was the country. And I'm not just calling it country because we were outside the city limits. We're talking, there was a cow pasture right across the street from my house. Yeah. And they had a rodeo arena down the street. Down the street. You know, everybody knew everybody. And I remember growing up playing in that rodeo arena, going to rodeos on Sundays. Um, You know, I got a big old scar on my knee where I cut, you know, I cut myself playing playing around that area and stuff like that but at about the age of nine i said about the age of nine i had to make a decision i was either gonna be a cowboy Mm. 
uh, or I was going to play baseball. Baseball is, is is my passion. Yeah. You know, and that's that's what I did for a long time. And I made the decision to play baseball because um, <laughs> wasn't trying to get stomped on by a bull. Oh, no, don't want none of that. Uh, wasn't much of a roper. <laughs> and I wasn't trying to jump off a horse onto the horns of a steer, uh-uh. you know, and wrestle it to the ground. So it was like, yeah, you know what? I think I'm going to just go this go other this route. safer route here. Now, yeah. what really got me into poetry was my best friend and I, uh, or one of my best friends, um, uh, I mean, we. what was there to do when we were kids? We listened to the radio. <laughs> I only had three channels, you know, as far as the TV was concerned. Um, so we listened to music, um, CDs, we listened mm-hmm. to the radio, we played video games, mm-hmm. watch movies, stuff like that. that. That consisted of a normal day, uh, you know, for me when I was a when I was a kid, a preteen, a teenager. Anyway, let's rap. <laughs> and I'm like, cool, let's rap. Let's write some lyrics. Nope, I ain't no gangster. No, I don't drink gin and juice. Uh I don't fight. I don't even know what I'm gonna rap about, man. <laughs> so, you know, we used to spoof songs and stuff yeah. like that. And um and then it kind of morphed, like it started liking girls, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like I didn't, I didn't have a mouthpiece, so well, let me write these I, feelings can, down. I can write these, I yeah, can write yeah, these yeah. feelings down. I can put it on paper. I'm gonna tell yeah. you exactly how I feel about it, and so that's what I started doing. I couldn't do it, and either. and uh, unfortunately, my mama threw all those poems away because oh, no. she didn't know because I was off in college, and she just decided she was gonna clean out my closet. I love you, mama, but you shouldn't <laughs> throw my stuff away. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Cleaning out my so, closet, but no man, it didn't really become my passion until later. I had to, I had to morph, mm-hmm. I, I had to grow, I had to ex- explore or experience other things to even get to this point in in my life. So I found this to be a, an outlet for me, where sports was an outlet for me when I was younger, mm-hmm. and I didn't have sports anymore. And for a time, I was a I coached baseball. And then I decided to stop doing that. And it's like, okay, well, what else you going to do? Because you're not just going to sit around this house all day and get mm. older. You know, Sound and it's like, like somebody's daddy telling them something. <laughs> I, I, was, I had to talk to myself, man. And I was like, you know what? It may not be for everybody, but I do have a talent. Right. So how am I going to capitalize? Or how can I capitalize off of my, you know, off of my mm. talent? <clears throat> so, mm. hence... Going to open mics And I'm watching other people man And uh, to be honest with you People have been trying to get me My friends and co-workers uh, uh, I'm an educator mm-hmm. uh, During the day Okay So you know And uh, and then I turn into That fellow at night apparently Yeah So but I'm an Educating educator Educating them during on the these day. birds at night And then <laughs> uh, They were like Man you need to write a book And I'm like Yeah <laughs> Oh man, this is good. You need to write a book, and I'm like, eh. And then, to be honest with you, uh, Neff 007, mm. um, when her husband passed away, like she finished her book that was inspired by her husband. And I'm thinking, if she can go through, like she has that talent, mm-hmm. and it took her having to go through. A tragedy in her life to finish. You know, it's like I, I didn't want anything like that to happen to push mm, me forward. Yeah. I was learning from the people around me, and she really inspired me by finishing her book. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I mean, I'm sitting on, I'm sitting on probably three books worth of poetry, mm-hmm. and I'm like, nah. And this woman. Was in the middle of writing her book Her husband passed away And she was like I'm gonna finish this book mm. As opposed to just curling up in a ball And right. you know And wasting away She she stayed motivated And, go by the and that motivated me So I mean that, that was kind of hands down um, You know 90% of the reason why I even wrote my book Is because I, how I saw her Very Function oh, That's so. nice that's hella dope. 
yeah. man. And so I, I've always thought about writing things that, like, now it makes me feel as if, like, nigga, you, you, you definitely could do that, nigga. I've been telling myself, too. Like, I write this book down of all of the uh, the love poems that I wrote women that, that I ain't never been together with, ever. <laughs> that I'm not going to be with them ever again. Right, so, exactly. You know, all these, like, and so I, I had a titling for it and everything, Love love Poems of a Broken Heart. Oh, uh, yeah. That's dope. I was going to put all of them in there and make it like a little book because it's a lot. <laughs> what happened? What it's happened? A, it, nothing. I just didn't do it. Do I it. <laughs> I know. When we done with this thing and you press power on that, (laughs) (laughs) you go home and you do that. Don't do nothing else. Oh, you got a costume party. My bad. Uh, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, But, you know, I still got time. Yeah, I feel that. After the costume party. Yeah. Do that, man. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just like, man, that that, that should be. But I always think about it. It's like, is that you? Like, are you a person to do something that of, of that of that fucking caliber? I, I'm like, I, because I'm always silly and shit. Right. You know, I, this is like a this is like a very sympathetic, heartfelt side of me. And it's like, ooh, do you wanna? Uh, but you know, it doesn't. It shouldn't really matter. These are feel, feelings of feeling, and, and uh, you know, niceness is niceness with a pen when you got it. So I just like, why not? So, but you know, it just feels so weird to have a book of poems. Uh, in my head, it just. I'm like, who's gonna? I always be myself up, and I've been telling. Who's them. gonna? <laughs> at the very least, if nobody buy your book, well, one, I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna buy it. So if I'm the only person that buys your book, just know that your words are gonna live forever in the Library mm. of Congress. As long as there is a Library of Congress in these United States of America, oh, shit. your words gonna live forever. Whoa, that's something to think about. That's it. <laughs> as I started, as Shella I started deep. composing my yeah. book, because everything was already written, I just had to format it. Right. I wrote a poem about my dad. Mm. It's called "My Hero." At the very least, if nobody else buy, buys performance piece or any other book that that I'm going to publish in the future, my hero and the love for my dad expressed through words is gonna live forever Mm. my kids my grandkids my great-grandkids my great-great-grandkids all the way through the line they can say hey we had a family member or your great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather published a book back in the back in 2022 Mm. word word Let's go check it out, and oh. they can read that man. It's it's um, it means more than just what I could profit off of it. Is you know I wanted I wanted to be known for something, mm. right? Mm-hmm. I wanted to be known for something, something productive, not infamous, Whoa. something productive. And now, having written a book. Now I, I need to put forever. more effort into this book now. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't want just the words of of, of of women that don't love me no more just to live. <laughs> well <laughs> So I mean it's good, but you know, I can I could put your actual loved ones in there that, you know, will have the love for me forever after that. But you know, these these are like it's like, oh, but you know, you after you read them it's kinda sad. It's like, oh this he's not with any of these people and he expressed so much love for him. Right. But you know, it, it, that, that I, I would I would want more. I would need more. I would I would to to do it to do a, a service to myself and my family, I should put more effort. <laughs> Since you said that, nigga, that was what? deep. I'm not just saying it if you just look at it like that. I'm serious. Trust me. And, and I self published uh, my book. Yeah. Which means that the formatting and everything was on me. Yeah. All I did was pay them people to put them by <laughs> my book and, and ship it off. That's mm. all I paid them for. Mm. So um it it's a matter of man, like I said, it's a matter of pride. It's a matter of of your words living on right forever. And you'll be surprised. You'd be surprised how people may respond to that. Like, they know you as the funny dude. Yeah. But when you flip the script, 
Like you have, uh, you have. I, don't, I can't remember the name of it, but you performed it at the the Kings of uh, oh, Houston. Yeah, you, had a, yeah. you had a pretty serious porn that yeah. made me kind of go. Ain't easy being a black man, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. I'm sitting there, I'm going, yo. <laughs> he got lace. Yes, sir. Like a parfait. Like a parfait. Like yeah, a parfait. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> it is. I was like, this dude got lace. It's like a parfait. <sighs> I was like, so. I was like, all right, he's not just one dimensional. Mm-hmm. And that's what people need to see because that'll draw in where you might have some folks. You might have the majority of your audience that need to laugh. Right. And then you say something for the other 15 to 20% that really need to hear. Something that's gonna touch them, powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, you just trying to reach the people, right? If you open your mouth and you ain't talking about anything, and you just stringing words together, then what's the point? Why are you on stage? Mm. At least that—that's my—that's how I function. If I'm gonna be on that stage, as I said earlier, I need to be saying something. Mm-hmm. If I'm gonna put something in writing, is it has to be impactful. You know, I had people. I wrote. I have another poem in in my book. My book is only like fifty pages, man. Mm. It's only it's it's a quick read, but the object is, or what I hope my effect is, you read it and then you come back to it. It's like there's a lesson to be learned somewhere up in there. But I had people that was telling me they you know they laughed at a few poems, they cried at a few poems, they they sat and they thought about. Um, racial uh, race relations you know mm-hmm. from a few of my poems and it's just I want it to be thought provoking and if you was to ever hear any of my what I call social political pieces I kind of take one side of, over the other mm-hmm. but I'm kind of staying in the middle and I'm provoking questions more than answers in some cases like yeah. let's sit down and have a conversation about some stuff huh. you know or how we real how we are conducting ourselves is it really going to get us to where we need to to be mm-hmm. you know those those types of conversations so and then you know for whatever reason i thought uh, kind of going back to shit I thought shit was going to be serious And people was going to be like hey, We don't fuck with that dude And then people started laughing When I got up there And I was cussing I was like oh okay I guess the next, this is going to be my funny poem yeah. <laughs> I guess it's just funny To hear somebody do shit all the time. It is yeah, Sometimes right. it breaks the mold It's like oh this is Oh good It's not going to be sad sad You know we can, we, can, we can go ahead and laugh At the fact that Shit has been said multiple times yeah, we- That's it <laughs> But the funny thing is, as you start introducing more poems, like you might want to, like one of the next shows that you go to, spit one of those poems that will be in that book and see what kind of reaction you would get. Yeah. You know, just, you know, because it's like, yo, normally I'm up here spitting something funny, but let's talk about something serious. Funny guys do get their heart broken sometimes. Yeah. And here, here, you want to hear it? Here you go. You want to hear it? Here it go. Yeah. And you start. And you start spitting like I did uh, um, Decent Proposal, where I talk about how uh, this young lady caught my attention, Mm -hmm. and I literally did get a group of my friends together to come support me, and and I spit the poem and basically asked her out through the poem and Mm. stuff like that, and she told me at the end, oh, I got a boyfriend. (laughs) That was... And when the first time I did that poem... Originally, when I wrote that poem, it didn't have the ending that I added to it. Because mm-hmm. the ending that I didn't have said, to which she replied, I'm seeing somebody. Mm. That was never in the original poem. I added that later. And when I added that piece, that made people fall on the floor. Because <laughs> it was like, oh, like I remember all the women were like, oh. And then I was like, to which she replied, I'm seeing somebody. Oh, bitch. Oh, they was ready to hang. I was like, yo, she cool. She cool. We cool. Y'all be cool. It ain't that serious. Y'all don't need to do all of that. So, like I said, it's just a part of refining how you 
present stuff because mm-hmm. that's still a way for you to be serious or talk about having your heart broken and and still tap into who you are right as the maniacal menace right you know say it all at once like a pit name stick back <laughs> <laughs> so, and you know and still still bring some of that comedy or comedic element yeah. you know to that poem man i encourage you to Man, reach for the stars, man. You Hell never yeah. know how far yeah, you definitely, go. Definitely, yeah. I've been trying to reach, but you know, I need step ladders for some of these points that I can't reach just yet. That's all right. So I look, <laughs> I look for those. Step ladders. I look we for all those need people that could be a step ladder for me. You're like, oh God, I, let me help you. I'm like, oh, thank you, thank you. I appreciate this. This is this is what I needed. You know, right, right. Y'all see me out here on my tippy toes, man. <laughs> I be trying. <laughs> I, be trying. Man said, I am not handicapped. I'm just smile. Yeah, man. This um, is good. Oh, but man, all right. Since we coming around to him, it's getting a little, it's getting a little hectic out in this thing. Yeah, right. But it's it's nice. I, I'm glad that we've had our own little bubble. That we got to yeah, stay. right. Yeah, and these these headphones really helped out with that. Because I'm not really well. I'm glad you have a pair of headphones. You should have told me to bring some. I mean, people walking I around, I'm over here I'm talking like, to you. You got pair. headphones on, and people looking at me like, "Man, what you? T- you you got well, that microphone got on? Headphones. Yeah, uh, I I do need an extra pair of headphones for other people. Nah, I got you four good. ports. But uh, yeah, uh, before before I usually get out of here, I like to play this game with the new people that come. It's a game of options and choices. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> you got four options, you got four choices. Man, C. <laughs> All the way down, man, C. <laughs> I got a good chance of passing. So the, uh, the game is you got uh, you be one, raise one, sell one, and then have relations with the other one. Okay? Uh, be one. Be one of them. Raise one of them. Raise one of them. Right. Sell one of them. And I hope it's not people, bro. (laughs) Depends on what you choose. Okay. And then and have relations with relations. Yeah. Selma Hayek, I'm choosing D. (laughs) My wife already knows I have enough. (laughs) Deborah starts off perfectly. (laughs) So your choices are uh, mermaid, mogwai. Mexican and a manatee. <laughs> so I'm a relation with the Mexican. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> For those of y'all that don't know, my wife is Mexican. So I'm just. <laughs> so and I love her very, very dearly. <laughs> she does walk around with a knife and a purse. All so bases. just. Yeah. <laughs> So I love my wife dearly. I got my <laughs> ring on right now. Okay, so it's okay. So it's a mermaid, a magwai. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what's a magwai? Um, a magwai is the the gizmo from Gremlins. <laughs> Remember Gremlins? Oh yeah, yeah. Before he gets all wet and shit. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, I'm good. I should have known that. All yeah, right, yeah, cool. Yeah. So, Mermaid Magwai. I already got the Mexican. We already know what we're doing with her. And what was it? And a manatee. And a manatee. <laughs> so, what was A choice again? Because I spared the D. You okay, so you uh, be one, uh, raise one of them. Oh, you be one say, and yeah. raise one, man. Mm-hmm. Yo, I want to be a magwai, bro. Want to be? I'm to jump in the pool and mess up everybody. <laughs> What's gonna happen if I don't jump in the pool? I'm staying up late. And I'm eating chicken wings, baby. It's over. I promise. You. I'm I glad promise you know you. the entire concept of what happens to a magwai. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> He's like, oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I want to be one, son. <laughs> so, um, raise, raise one and sell one. Raise one and sell one. Ooh, I'm going to sell a mermaid. <laughs> Do you know how much a mermaid can <laughs> yeah, go for there you on go. eBay? Yeah. Are you serious? Is. Amazon. I got a, I got a live mermaid. I'm take a picture, put it on Craigslist. Uh, <laughs> Man, hold up, <laughs> bruh! And I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if she know where the unicorns at too. <laughs> so apparently, I'm raising a, world. I'm raising a man. You raise a man, yeah. He's gonna work, be yeah. in the tank with the mermaid, <laughs> baby. <laughs> we gonna make this thing happen. I promise you. Ooh, Lord Jesus, oh, that is. That is perfect. That is uh, that. That works this well. This dude said, "Raise one, be one, <laughs> sell one, 
Relations, with, relations another with another one. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you gave me the option I like for the relations. I'm so happy because I'm not sure where we was going to go with that. You know, that's perfect. That's yeah, perfect. it is perfect. In front it's of the perfect. bars and I'm going to mess up the whole world. Across from the Shogun Japanese Grill and Sushi Bar. Yeah. Uh, so, man, it, it has been a. We about to do this again, man. This was fun. Yeah, man. It makes you see, and and then the conversation is just organic. You just sit down. It's like, oh, and the next time I might actually cuss a whole bunch. Conversation. Oh yeah. Yeah, we I was, was trying to. I was I trying to keep it. Too. I was like, oh, this is children, children. All yeah, right. I was trying to. I was trying to. You know, stay PG, rated mm-hmm. G. Uh, speaking of which, my book yeah. is. Profanity free Shit is not in my book And I don't know if I will ever publish (laughs) Shit I think that's just gonna stay in my collection And the reason why my book performance piece Mm. Mm P-E-R-F-O-R-N-A-N-C-E P-E-A-C-E Performance piece Um, The reason why It it doesn't have any profanity In the book Is I'm trying to market it to schools Oh nice I'm trying to market Market to schools right And I don't there. want there to be Any issues Over language Even though done. I know That historical Or classical Books Or books that are considered um, Masterpieces mm-hmm. May have some uh, may, may have profane language In there I'm not trying to do that Anyway uh, Man, I don't up. know Where they can follow you at Also oh, don't, oh, don't forget that Man. either Oh and real quick um, I wrote under the pseudonym Of D.B. Guillory so, That's a fun name to say. D.B. Wow. Yeah, man. It's it's a tribute to my dad. Oh. At birth, his name was Darvin. Mm. Uh, his nickname is Butch. Mm. And had he taken the last name of his father's side of the family, he mm. would have been we would have been Gillerys. So D.B. Gillery is my pseudonym, paying homage to my dad. Oh, you can catch me on all social media platforms at that fellow poet. Um, I'm on Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok. Help me get my followers all up. All platforms. Yeah, all the platforms. Get Twitter. On I'm on Twitter. I don't tweet very often. Yeah, I just I I put I stuff do out shit there. On it. You I know, have TikTok. I don't do nothing on it. I never. Yeah, wife I just take care shout that. out videos, man. I don't yeah. make videos. I'm, we might need to up our game a little bit. I, I, it's it's up, but I just don't look at it. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I give it all to the wife. She knows how to do it. She, she's I of was, that era, so it's just like, here, take this, do I, as you will, please. I was just, trying to get my daughter to be my social media manager, but yeah. you know, she she was asking for money. I'm like, uh, I, I give you room and board. Right. What are you talking about? What is a roof <laughs> over your head? Exactly. You want to eat tonight? Look at the Wi-Fi that. You get on to get to your TikTok. Like, you can't yeah. help that with his. Come on. Right. We're going to shut you down. Uh, so, <laughs> anyway, man, I like this dude. Hey, 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 yeah, man, y'all need yeah, to tap man. in with the Maniacal Menace, man. Come on. Follow this dude on all his social media. Go I don't on, know it's, if it's, it's Maniacal Menace up. everywhere. Yeah, uh, yeah it kind of sort of. That shit, Google it. You'll, it, it. It'll pop up somehow, man. Yeah. But, Man, yeah, man, let them know, man. This is this has been the maniacal minutes kind of spin. Say the whole thing like a pimp name so we can slick back. This has been tell me a joke. The guy down there chasing the dream. And for all these dreamers out there, keep dreaming. Keep chasing that journey. Keep keep going, man, because it don't stop. It don't stop. And uh, you know, man, keep laughing. All right.